He said. She said. We said. Our take on lasting love, sustainable relationships, life hacks, and more. Hi, I'm Tia. I'm PJ, and these are our stories. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of He, She, We Podcast. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> I thought you were going to have another blunder like last time. No, no, I, I shortened it up a little bit. Because, okay. yeah, it's a tongue twister. Yeah. Kind of like it was earlier today. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. So, today's topic or subject is going to be communication. Yeah. And talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's get it out in the open. Let's talk about it. So, yeah. So, you know... It, Communication and, and talking things over are extremely important, as, as we know, and we, we have learned through the years, whether it's, you know, through, with spouses, you know, children, friends, co-workers, it's really, really important. Yes. But, I, but what I think more important than that is being a real active listener. Right. You know, and that, I think that's a part of communication. So you want to uh, to start off? Well, Let's go back to before we were married. What was your communication style like? Oh my gosh! Okay, let's go back even further. Than that. <laughs> when I when I when I was a, a child, mm-hmm. my father talked to me all the time. Okay, and I, I didn't really talk back. I didn't really add into add to the conversation. It was never really a conversation. I just listened, and he never asked me what my opinion was or what I thought about something. Mm-hmm. I just listened. So. It, I, it wasn't a conversation with my mom. She told stories. So here again, I just listened. Mm-hmm. So I never really had conversations. So, but when I was dating, conversations were just idle chit chat. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go, let's go to the movies. Let's go, let's go to a concert. You know, how you feeling? Today? You, oh, you look good. Oh, you fine. Or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a meaningful communication between the two of us right so but what's interesting because of that history with me mm-hmm. I find that as I became an adult it kind of continued a little bit I had to force myself to communicate and, mm-hmm. and learn some of the tricks if you will in communicating right what do you what, what was yours like well as a kid um of course just being raised by my mom and by her working all the time we didn't really talk a lot. She gave me a lot of direction, you know, because, uh, you know, having to go to the bank for her, having to go to the grocery store, having to cook, you know, at nine years old, I was just given a lot of direction. Make sure you put the oven on this, make sure you and your brothers clean up, make sure you clean the kitchen, clean the bathroom. So not really a whole lot of conversation. Mm -hmm. And then, as you know, when we were growing up, when parent, when our parents were around, we were never invited into the conversation like a lot of kids are nowadays. They add into, you know, grown folks conversation, whereas we were like, uh, you're supposed to be seen and not heard. And so mm-hmm. um, that was kind of my, I was, so I felt a void, but I didn't know that until I got older mm-hmm. that I, I really wasn't, there was no conversation. I don't remember uh, taglines, so to speak, where you remember things that your mom said or your dad said, oh, my dad used to say this. My mom used to say that. Um, I don't remember that as a child. Mm-hmm. As a teenager, I was I was pretty quiet, but I was more social than I was come as a kid. 
Mm-hmm. And I do remember as a teenager, my mom always telling me, you know, a pretty face is a dime a dozen, always have your own, get your education. So I remember those kinds of things. And those are the things that really stuck with me as far as communication with my mom. Okay. Did did your mom, was she a, a yeller or a screamer? Oh, child. My mama, that was her way of wait, communication. Did, 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 wait, wait, did you call me child? <laughs> yes, child. <laughs> Okay. No, growing up, growing up, I didn't really get a lot of spankings because I was a quiet, obedient child. Mm -hmm. My brothers got spanked all the time, but my mom was a yeller. You know, she would come home and if we hadn't done what we were supposed to do, she was yelling and screaming and waking us up. Oh, this kitchen is dirty. You need to get, I found food on this plate and, you know, it was in the cabinet. You didn't wash this good. And so she was a yeller and and I, I kind of, adopted that style when I, you know, became a parent. And um, so when you were, when you were the subject of, of the, the yelling or uh screaming, how did it affect you as a, as a, as a young adult or or kid? As a kid, it just made me fearful, you Mm. know, or it made me um, just pick up the slack for my brothers when they didn't do something because I didn't want to hear my mom yell. Mm -hmm. I did their chores just so that we wouldn't get in trouble because I didn't want to hear that, mm-hmm. you know? So let me ask you this. When it comes to relationships of all kinds, all kinds, mm-hmm. what is it? What do, you, what do you think it looks like? What communication? Mm-hmm. Well, or, or what should it look like? It I, should be honest mm-hmm. and it should be open and it should work both ways. And like you mentioned already, you've got to be a good listener, mm. which I'm not that good at a lot of times. I think, you know? I think you are. I think I think we've learned how to do that. Well, I say that because when we when when I think about any disagreements that we've had, you know, sometimes I kind of jump to conclusions before I let you finish your thought. That's what I mean when I say I'm not as good a listener as I should be. But I've perfected that in that I pay attention to it because mm. and that and that's another thing that people need to be aware of is know what their faults are so they can work on them. Because if you don't, if you know it and you don't do nothing about it, then that just adds to the problem and it continues. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, because it was hard for me when, when I knew we were going to do this this segment. Mm-hmm. Can you remember, because I can't, our first argument as, as a married couple? Mm. I can't. I can't remember. Well, well let me, but let what me I say. Can, but what I can remember, uh-huh. I can remember disagreements and even till this day you know we have disagreements we don't really argue that much right and that's what I was going to say I don't think we are the arguing type we're more the type that just go silent on each other and go to our own corners so to speak I think that is so important it's important and 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 it's not to say it's good or bad it's just our way we don't argue and I think that might be the reason why it's allowed us to continue our relationship longer than if we argued. Because oftentimes, and you know this, when you argue, you end up saying things that you can't take back. Can't pull it back. It's like a like a bullet. Yes. Yeah. And and so over the years, if you argue a lot and you say things that you can't take back, even if you apologize, you said it. And it stings. And so it's kind of hard to go back and take it back. Absolutely. And so I think that's kind of helped us along the way is that, yeah, we have disagreements all the time. 
where mm-hmm. we don't see eye to eye on something. And a lot of that, or some of that I can attribute to the fact that you, you know, men and women think differently. Oh, absolutely. And that happens with us quite often where we just, we might be saying the same thing. Well, that's, that's where the arguments come in. Most times when people argue, it's, it, it's, it's like a, it's like a, a game, mm-hmm. you know, winning and losing. Right. When you, you're trying to get a point across to someone and they're not listening and they're trying to get their point across to you. And oftentimes you're arguing or disputing about the same thing. Same thing. You're it's saying just, the same thing. It's just said differently. Right. And you want to, you want to have your way accepted versus the other person's way. Right. And so that's where that argument kind of stands still and you just not, I know you hate this term, agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I hate that so. You just, it, it just but doesn't resolve anything. It, it, right. It doesn't resolve anything. Right. So as far as us arguing, yes, we've had many dif- disagreements over the years about a lot of different things, but I can't pinpoint one thing in particular to say, oh, remember when this happened? Remember when and that because happened? because you can't pinpoint it, this is important, I think, for a lot of people to kind of consider mm-hmm. in relationships, all kind of relationships, if they can do this. If you can take a break, and oftentimes when we take a break, it's it's because we are arguing. Mm-hmm. Disagreeing, not Dis- arguing. Disagreeing, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We go to our separate corners, and that, and that could be me upstairs mm-hmm. and you downstairs, and it could last for about eight hours. Or it could last for two days. <laughs> for two days. <laughs> but in that time, but in that time, I, and I know you feel the same way, I have, I have time to reflect on me. Right. And trying to realize, okay, why am I upset? Mm-hmm. Why am I mad? What are we arguing about? Mm-hmm. And when I come to the realization that we weren't arguing about shit. Right. It was like, this is stupid. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. And when, you, when couples and boyfriend and girlfriends, when they really, really consider that and think about it, they'll come to the same conclusion. Right. It's, it, it's really stupid. And you don't want to hurt the the other other party Mm -hmm. you know and that's another reason why it's good that like i mentioned before we don't argue is because we don't want to hurt each other because we genuinely like each other and so you don't want to hurt someone that you like let alone someone that you love but you know what people hurt other people that they love all the time they do but they don't hurt people that they like that they like right because you want that person to still like you that's that is so interesting yeah We, we hurt the ones we love but we don't hurt the ones we like Right. So liking someone is very important. Right. Very important. So now what about with the kids? Mm. How do you think your um, communication was with the kids as they grew from teens to adults? Well, like I said earlier, <coughs> you know, when I was growing up, I uh, I didn't communicate with, with my uh my parents, mm-hmm. they communicated to me or talked to me. So I, I knew early on when I had children or when we had children, I wanted to involve them in a lot of the decision making in the family. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it held a lot of weight. Right. So but when you ask, you know, a little, you know, four or five year old a certain question, they don't really know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I would force them to give me an answer. <laughs> Just give me something. You can't say you don't know. Right. Give, give me an answer. Force some communication. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I think, you know, over, over the years that it has proven to be helpful. 
Right. You know, for, for us and, and for them. Mm-hmm. What do you think? No, I agree. And the, the other thing that um, <clears throat> as kids, what I always taught the, the girls was that all adults are not always right. Mm-hmm. And that's us included. You know, they have a right to question some things that we do and we have the right to tell them the truth. And one example was um, that when Ty was in middle school, I think, and a teacher called and said that she had done something and she was so adamant about her having not done what the teacher said Mm -hmm. that when I went to meet with the teacher, I said, I want her in here with me because she's adamant that she didn't do this. Long story short, when we, by the time we finished our conversation, the teacher was wrong and she admitted that she was wrong because Ty was there and Ty basically confronted her about the accusation and it was false. And so that's important too, that we tell our children, yes, you, you, you don't want to be disrespectful to adults, mm-hmm. but you have a right to question things that you believe are wrong, mm-hmm. whether it's an adult or, or another kid your age. And so that was a huge lesson for me, um, with her at that, at that time. So, um, you know, the communication back to when they were kids and the yelling, like when I used to, I used to raise my voice at them, like my mom did with me. And when we talked about it later, you know, they both Ty and Britt both said, you know, that wasn't an effective way for them. They didn't learn when I did that, mm-hmm. but I was of the opinion, I'm not going to spank them. So I thought I was doing something good by just raising my voice, you know, because right. I didn't put my hands on them, but it was not, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. It didn't do anything to change their behavior. And that's usually what discipline is supposed to do. And it didn't do that. And so I, you know, really strongly encourage parents to really take a look at the way they were raised and not repeat the same mistakes that didn't work for them. Right. Right. I remember an inc- an incident where Ty was in school mm-hmm. and she got called to, why is this always about Ty? <laughs> Because you know why? Ty set the example for things that, Brittany, you don't want to do this because you're going to get in trouble. (laughs) So she was just that daring child. But we knew when she was nine months old that she was going to be strong-willed and and do things her way. And she is. And and it's worked well for her as an adult. But as a kid growing up, she was a challenge at times. But nothing that that she couldn't recover from. So So I remember a time when she got called into the the office. I think she was in elementary school, mm-hmm. and because she was making perfume, <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen. Well, you remember it, but for everybody else, she was making perfume out of flowers that she picked from the front yard and, and using my old Victoria's Secrets bottles. Right. But the funny thing about this is that she was doing that. But there were no flowers in the front yard. It was like all grass. <laughs> it might be one or two you know, flowers. Two yeah, yeah. But she would mix that with some something, your perfume, water, water leftover, and she would take it to school and she she was selling it to, to the little kids. <laughs> to I, the kids. I think like third grade, fourth, third or fourth? third or fourth grade. Yeah. So they called her into the office, and then they called me to come do whatever I was supposed to do. So mm-hmm. so I came. So, and you know she was probably terrified yes you know because you had uh knighted me 
you know, to be the one to, <laughs> to, spank, them. to spank them and <laughs> discipline. Know. So, yeah, you gave me that honor. Uh-huh. So when I got there, I saw, I saw Ty and she looked at me like, oh, my God, this is not going to be good. Mm-hmm. So the, t- the teacher or the principal told me what happened. I said, OK, thanks a lot. Grabbed, uh, grabbed Ty and she's like, oh, my God. So we get in the car and I look at I looked at her and I said, don't worry about this. It, it You didn't do anything wrong. I mean, what you're doing is you're selling goods to your 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 peers, and that's free enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she was relieved that I didn't spank her, right? And uh, but I wanted her to know that you know some things are acceptable. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not acceptable when you're a, a child, right? But as you grow older, you find use in the things that you learned or experienced as a child. And and I say I'm saying this to say that that was a form of communication, right, with her, mm-hmm. and she was just so thrilled. I, I know she wasn't thinking it was communication, but she was just so thrilled that she didn't get a spanking. And you know, you fast forward, she has her own cosmetic line. Mm-hmm. You know, was it because of that? I don't know, but it happened. But she has an entrepreneurial spirit, though. Yes, yeah, she does, and she has a lot of you know business ventures that she really enjoys and that and she always remembers that story and mm. and another story that was heartfelt for me and it and it really goes along the lines of communication with um with your children is that us as adults when we have major or significant um life altering things that happen to us we oftentimes don't want to share it with our children mm-hmm. because we don't want to hurt them we don't want them to be upset and i know when i was diagnosed with breast cancer I was going through the, all the tests to, to confirm that I had breast cancer. And um, I was pretty much sure that I had it. Mm-hmm. And remember when I didn't want to, they had scheduled my biopsy for a few weeks later and I didn't want to tell the girls mm-hmm. because Brittany was away. They were both away in college. And I didn't want to tell them because I said, you know what? I don't want to bother them and tell them. And then if, if the biopsy comes back that it's not breast cancer, I will have scared them for nothing. Mm-hmm. And, um, Fast forward to, you know, a, a few days later, you said, no, you got to tell them they're adults and they can, they need to know because what if something happens to you, mm-hmm. you know, when you're on going under, you know, for the biopsy right. and, and I took that advice and I told them, and I'm so glad that I did because Ty prayed with me and well, we all sat down on the steps and prayed, you know, about it. And it just, it was the right thing. It was the right thing. And that open communication is, is dire when mm-hmm. it comes to your kids, when it comes to your family members, that you have to be open and honest with them in every way, especially something as critical as that. And so I'm glad that we did that. So what do you, what do you think of some of the, the takeaways some things that we talked about, the do's and don'ts when it comes to, to children, raising children in terms of parenting skills and methods? Well, <clears throat> definitely the the don'ts are that you you don't yell. You don't yell. You use effective measures to change their behavior or just to to talk to them, you know, just to communicate with them to and, and keep an open line of communication, which I know that we have had with our girls. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because they each at different times will decide what they want to tell to each parent. Hmm. You know, 
like sometimes Britt feels more comfortable telling you or approaching you about certain things. And then at times she comes to me and vice versa, you know, with Ty. But that is critical because if it was only one of us and that thing that maybe she would have told you, but you're not around, mm -hmm. she might not have told me that. She might have gone and told somebody else or just not told, shared that with anyone. Right. And so it's important that, number one, it's it's great that both of us are here for them. But it's also most important that they both know that they can come to us right. and tell us anything and not be judged. But, you know, we may not always agree with what they're telling us, but we're going to give them the best advice possible, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just really think that that open line of communication is huge. Absolutely. I recall when when they were younger, and I, I was uh, tasked with with uh, giving them a spanking. Mm -hmm. You know, I would come home and you would tell me they did whatever they did, and I would have to go in their in their rooms and and discipline them that that way. Mm -hmm. And what I try to do most times is have that conversation with them. You know, uh, asking them, you know. Do you know why we're having this conversation and get get feedback from them? Do you know why we have to, or I have to spank you? Mm -hmm. and, and, they, and they would answer. Oftentimes they would say no, <laughs> <laughs> but I would discuss with them, you know, the, the do's and don'ts and what you did wrong and the ramifications of that. Mm -hmm. And after I spanked them for whatever they did, it had to be something pretty awful for me to right. spank them. And after I would spank him, you know, I would not apologize, but explain to him again why I had to do what I had to do. And it's funny because over the years, they both have given us that feedback mm -hmm. that when you spanked them, you always came back to them and you, you know, showered them with love and you always told mm -hmm. them or, or asked them, do you know why I spanked you? So that's great that you did that, even though. I know I, I probably made you the bad guy you by did. spanking them, you did. but you did the right thing though. You did it in your way and it still was meaningful. It wasn't, you know, hurtful where you just spank them and they don't know why, or, you know, they might know why, but they really don't. I think if, if we had YouTube back then, mm -hmm. I probably would have YouTubed it and find out what to do. <laughs> 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 I'm so serious. Right. Cause I had no clue, no clue. So what, what do you think are some of the takeaways um, with about communication in general nowadays versus when we were coming up? Like, you know, for me, I know with social media mm. um, and all of that, people don't talk anymore. No, they don't. You know, and, and when you text and email, which is the primary way that most people communicate, there's so much that goes wrong in those messages. So much that's missed. You don't hear the person's inflection. You don't hear their tone. It's misinterpreted. It's mi a lot of stuff gets misinterpreted. Right. And then one thing leads to the other. And before you know it, you're you fighting with somebody. And that's why so many right. fights and stuff on Facebook and Instagram right. and people, you know, going crazy and talking crazy because the basic form of communication that we had growing up, it's not there no more. Right. It's really not there. People, you know, breaking up with folks on by text and divorcing folks on text and YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and all that. Right. And it's, it's sad. Right. You know, people just don't pick up the phone anymore. 
but by the same token though mm-hmm. if you use those those tools mm-hmm. in social media social media you can communicate effectively with those items as well mm-hmm. you just have to be very careful in how you word certain things uh, in, when it's when it's a, a sensitive subject mm-hmm. or something that could result in an argument or could be misconstrued right read over and over again before you push sin right you know and, and look at what you what you type a lot of times you we type so quick so quickly and you just send it mm-hmm. you know or, or uh, better auto, yet you send it to the wrong person yeah that, that's, that's <laughs> happened oh or, or you or you text something and autocorrect you know, yeah comes, comes into play right and, and it could make someone upset change the whole context it, it of the changes everything so you have to be real mindful when, when you're texting right and in and emails mm-hmm. we didn't have those back then so it's just something more you have to pay attention to now right and i think that's important even when you send the text messages to to your 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 children mm-hmm. your offsprings it's the same thing another thing they, they got attitude if, if they read it wrong right but the other thing too is that i think as far as communication is concerned we're so socially um we're not as we weren't as socially and culturally conscious as we are nowadays mm-hmm. like the girls are always constantly reminding us mom they don't say that anymore or you know you can't use that terminology to describe someone and i'm not going to use any of that terminology right. because i don't want to offend anybody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that's huge you know with huge. knowing how to refer to someone's gender mm-hmm. you know who might have changed um you got to be really careful with those kinds of things and that's a form of communication nowadays that we didn't even have to think about back then mm-hmm. and so that's something that we learn from our kids nowadays that older people need to really pay attention and listen to their kids and take that kind of stuff in because I don't want to be that old lady that people say, Oh, that lady, she crazy. She, you know, right. she, you know, say these crazy things. Well, communication has certainly evolved, it over, has evolved. Over, over the years. Yes. And hopefully we're, we're evolving with it. Right. So, yeah. So I think that covers a lot. Um, there's, there could be, it, we can expound on a whole bunch of other stuff. If we had questions that someone right. may have, they could drop us you know, a comment or yes. a text. Or... I would love that because, you know, we, I know in our session, right in this episode, we did talk a lot about our communication with the kids and stuff like that. And, um, but as far as relationships are concerned, um, I, I say, keep an open line of communication, uh, be a good listener. And when you do have a disagreement, don't bring up stuff from a previous disagreement if it does not have anything mm-hmm. to do with this one. Because that's what happens oftentimes. We hold on to things. And when we argue, that's a perfect time for us to say, oh, yeah, and then you did this. And remember when you did that? And we'll it's break, like, okay, we'll, hold on. We'll break this down for me. Mm-hmm. Describe what an active listener is and, and how you do that. You listen and you respond appropriately because if you're not an active listener you're going to say something that has nothing to do with what the person just said to you mm-hmm. or what so, the topic so, is so listen to them let them finish everything they want they're trying to get out don't cut them off yes just just listen just listen and be attentive yes and understanding right because oftentimes when you do that you i mean you cut off a whole lot of chances of having an argument mm-hmm. just listen and people don't like to be cut off anyway true they really really don't 
And you might get an answer. If you interrupt, you might get the full story or the answer by letting the person finish their thought. Mm-hmm. You may It may avoid you having to ask follow-up questions or to even respond. Now, I'm going to say something. Listeners may not like this, but I'm going to say it. It's not, it's not reckless. Mm-hmm. But here's an example of someone who's, who's not an active listener. Our current president, mm-hmm. who's going to be gone, he is not an active listener. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at him when he's talking, when the reporter's asking questions. Yeah. They're talking and talking, and he cuts them off, and he, he a word of something that they're asking triggers something in him, and he starts talking and won't allow them to talk anymore. Right. That is an example of a poor listener. Right. And a lot of people do that in, in relationships. That's true. Cut them off. Don't they let do. them finish. Mm-hmm. So. And a lot of times ego plays comes into play with it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to the male female role and, and what role the people have in their relationship, if the woman is the primary leader in that relationship, then she's going to be calling all the shots and shutting the man down and vice versa. If the man feels like a woman doesn't have a voice because you don't work, you don't do this. You don't contribute. I have all the say, so I don't want to hear what you got to say. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. You know yeah, what I'm no, saying? So not. there's so many different ways that this whole no, communication thing can go. Yeah. And um, But I really, I, I challenge anyone or everyone who's in a relationship, just be a good listener. That That's where it has to start. It has to start with listening mm-hmm. so that you can get the full picture and respond accordingly. And it doesn't mean... Out of a couple, you got one good listener. No. Both parties have to be active listeners. Right. But not at the same time. <laughs> somebody got to talk. <laughs> somebody and then somebody got to listen. And then somebody got to listen and, and somebody some, got to talk. Well, I'm so. not going to talk. You just keep talking. Right. I listen. Okay. Okay. I love, I love you. I love you too. And thank you for your time. Thank you for loving me. Always. Thanks, guys. That's it. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Follow us at He, She, We Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Got a question, comment, or just want to give us a shout out? Use the hashtag He, She, We Pod.